Thursday, the 28th of September, 2028, just in 28? 2028, man. Well, you've been asleep for... You've been just, asleep for five years. Yeah, just in case you forgot what year it was. You've We're in the future, lot. yeah. Clocks went forward. We're here. There's a new government. There's been two of them since we last saw you. Um, God, like, I knew I was tired this morning, but I didn't realise it was that bad. Ah, it's 2023. Welcome to the Tai. We're going back in time. So Maru and Evie here, sort of. I'm, like, relatively present. You're in 2028. I'm I'm in the present right now. I'm living mm. in the moment. The future's not good. The fi- oh, no. It's bad. Oh, no. Yeah, being there. It, I've come back, and I got, I got bad news for you. I've got bad news. All those snacks that you really enjoyed, they're gone. Did I get... Did, like, what am I like in the future? <laughs> am I cool? <laughs> did I get more slay? probably best i don't answer that oh anyway. no yeah. at least play um speaking of the future coming up on the show today uh we have uh an illustrious guest from upstairs in our office evie tell we've us got a, we've got a good friend lucy coming down she's going to chat to us about uh, dumpling day chinese new year and the upcoming autumn festival which some people know as the um festival of lights it's one big festival. Lights mm. are like a part of it. But we'll learn more from Lucy. Uh, as well as joining us later on, the winner of the best vocalist, I believe it was, for Stand Up Stand Out 2023, Tamaki Makoto. Uh, we're going to be catching up with them soon. We've got a ton of other stuff to cover. Um, elections, lunar calendars, guests. There's a bunch of seals in Wellington. Seals. Look, we're going to get to all of that and more coming up shortly. But right now, let's kick things off. In heartwarming reality TV news, uh, legend Tame Iti left Celebrity Treasure Island on his own accord. Um, but there was a really beautiful moment where after he sort of announced he was leaving, he was just looking after his health. I mean, they're sleeping on the ground and, like, running about. Man's, you know, he's 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 been through enough. He needs to look after his health. So isn't he in his 70s? Or yeah, something? he's like 71. 71, yeah. 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 Champion. I was watching him do one of the physical activities where they had to, like, put the hacky sack things oh, in and, and kick the... Yeah, and I was like, bro, was doing great. I know, <laughs> like, yeah. Look, I didn't even get around to, like, officially studying it. I've just been watching, like, the highlights mm. online. But I can't bring myself to watch the video of Tameti, like, leaving. Because, like, I've just... I heard it made people cry. And, like, yeah, ultimately it was because he... His body, like... His mind was there, ready to go, but his body just wasn't there with him. And, Mm, like, you're eating rice and beans every day. I mean, that's not going to sustain, you know, your body. And if if you're one of the koros, then, like, you got to be extra cautious with with that but yeah no sad sad things don't think i'll watch it <laughs> i don't i cried he had this beautiful conversation with james Mustapick, who like for those who don't know hilarious like honestly one of the funniest people in the country and he's like a white like little gay boy from dunedin and they had said this beautiful conversation where tamaiti's like you're a great leader no. like you're a special person and like i was crying and he's like i've always wanted to have a corridor with you and like just let you know like i think you're awesome you need to be more confident, blah, blah, blah. And then they like they had like a little hug, little hongi moment. Mm. And I'm just sitting there crying. I'm like, this is this is a moment. This is unity, girl. Mm. U-N-I-T-Y, Queen Latifah. Like, it was really, really special. And it was on Celebrity Treasure Island of all shows. Like, yeah, yeah. With somebody the government wants to declare a terrorist. Literally. <laughs> yeah, look, and everyone's feeling so, like, heart, heart warmed, heartfelt. Heart warmed. I think their hearts are warm from it. Yeah. 
my heart's really warm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like a not like a like a heartburn. No. But like in like a man, that's beautiful type of way. Everyone on the show was crying though. Oh, was really? like, yeah, no one wanted him to go, man. I haven't like, watched the clip yet. I'm kind of putting it off because there's just something about our like, like our like older people. Like I don't know. It's just it's so it like makes me emotional. Yeah, I, I don't want to do it. I get sad seeing older people cry. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah of course. The worst. Man. Yeah. Seeing an old person buy like stuff alone at the supermarket. Like one oh. time I saw this guy and he was buying like meals for one. He was mm. buying like heaps of them, and I was like, I'm actually yeah. tearing up thinking about it now because I was like, I'll have a meal with you. Like, <laughs> oh, so sad. I don't think it's sad because like try to tell my nana that she like needs to do like try to tell my. Try tell that woman, like, hey, no, 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 I'll go to the supermarket for you. She'll be like, nah, nah. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, that woman's like, sometimes people are like, oh, man, I hate seeing these old people out walking around. I'm like, have you ever tried to stop one? Yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not listening to you. Like, <laughs> you hit 70 and you're just like, I'm going to do what I want, man. Yeah. And, man, I, like, shout out to WT2 for, like, actually acknowledging that he's not well enough because, like, there's too many men in my life who would just be like, nah, you know, I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to tough it out. <laughs> they you got, know? Like, like, broken legs. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, oh, not, No problems with me, mate. Don't yeah, look at me. Don't look at me. I'm going to take two Voltara to get out of bed each morning, you know? <laughs> like, shout out to Tommy T for actually being like, nah, you know what? Here's my limits. Like, that's a true man to me right there. Like, that's some that's a wholesome masculinity mm, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, no. Yeah. Very slay, very slay moment for Celeb Trej. But now I'm rooting for James Masterpick to win. Because if Tommy basically ET... said, you're the guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm a listener to him on that. Shout out to James, Team James. Mm. Everyone else is cool too. No beef, give... but Team James. I mm. need to give it a good watch. And I'm probably going to lean towards Team James already because I'm like, Tommy ET said, you're the one. Stand up, stand out. It's one of the most prestigious youth music and dance competitions in Tamaki Makoto uh, and a vital platform that gives perspective to the uh, depth of Auckland's diversity. Um, stand up, stand out has its roots in the Otara community. Um, Tangaroa College advocated for an arts centre that became OMAC, if you don't know, Otara Music Arts Centre. Uh, over 30 years ago, once the centre was established, uh, Suso became one of the founding programmes. Uh, it happened over the weekend, the final show showcase was uh, held in front of a sold-out crowd at Auckland Town Hall, and we are very grateful to be sitting down with one of the winners, uh, and uh, you took out runner-up as well, right? For I, yeah, for the dance category. Jasmine Umapol, thank you, and congratulations! Thank you so much for having me. So you're from Marcelin College, yeah. and this wasn't your first time at Stand Up Stand Up? No, so my first time was in 2021 when I was 11, and... One of my friends whom I did the group vocal with this year, mm. um, he was the same one I joined with in year 11. And it was pretty different, like, in, like, how we felt then. We just were, like, it was our first time. We just wanted to see what it was like and whether we got into the semifinals or not. It was, we, we were okay with it. Mm. And we didn't, but it was, it was okay. <laughs> um, so on the night, you walked away with Best Vocalist. Yep. Uh, and you also came runner-up in the dance category? Yep. And that's your first time in the dance category? Yeah, first time. What made you want to pursue that as well? Honestly, we, it was, I think for um, our dance one, our whole group, it was our first time like together and even in that um, category for Suso as well. But I think what really got us to push and like do it is um, one of our teachers at school. Um, his name's Lecky Jackson Burke and he's very out there. Like he knows a lot of people and he's so passionate about the arts, especially dance. And he wanted us to um, just share our culture and um, traditions with everyone. And yeah, he mainly pushed us to 
do all of that. So mm. very grateful. It's 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 cool having something like Stand Up Stand Out that I think is so representative of like diversity in particular. Mm. But I, it's just always such a cool thing seeing so many of our young brown people mm, like yeah. partaking and and seeing how important it is to a lot of like you talk to a lot of musicians. Like it's a place where a lot of people got started. Um, what does Stand Up Stand Out mean to you? So it really just started as some fun competition especially for this year i was keen on doing it because it was my last year and you know i wanted to leave with a bang or something um but then after really like experiencing like being at the finals and semis with like yeah um almost like my brown people it was it was such a good experience and like kind of close to like home like i felt like oh we all have each other and we all have our talents and gifts and we can all share it together and support one another um so i think it really just means kind of like uplifting one another as um a pacifica community um and i think that's really important for us but yeah it stays in my heart forever it's very nice no congratulations it's it's quite the achievement and yeah spot on it's like a a real shining bit of our community Mm. as like tangata moana like and tangata whenua like it's a real spirit and especially because it's a south side thing yeah like i think it's just so cool to have that in south side so now that you've walked away with these wins for marcelin do you reckon like they're gonna do something for you at school assembly Uh, like stand up in front of everyone um maybe at a prize giving or something they'll oh, probably really? ask me to perform um the song yeah. that you know is it more nerve-wracking to perform in front of your school or the crowd at Auckland at home honestly school I yeah, think. yeah, I yeah. <laughs> it was it was just i didn't know these people so yeah. but it was really nice as well um but yeah i think school will be more anxious and nerve-wracking people, but yeah, yeah yeah i could i could understand <laughs> that yeah yeah what was it out like actually performing at Auckland town hall it that's got to be special it was it was very special i it was so surreal. I like looking out into the crowd and seeing all these people, um, like knowing that they're gonna hear something from me. Um, and especially when I, uh, during my performance, I looked up and I see everyone waving their flashlights. It was really like yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this is what it's like to perform in front of an audience. Um, and I don't know, it's just something that I'll always just hold and like cherish. I you know, I don't ever want a little bit like that go. Mm. And hopefully, there's more moments like that, like performing in front of a crowd and them wanting to be there and listen to my music um i really hope something like that happens for me but um yeah it was just surreal yeah what is actually next for you because i mean obviously you're coming up to the end of year 13 mm. are you looking to like after school maybe go into recording music releasing music anything like that i would hope so i mm. yeah i'm really keen on um making more of my own music um recording in studios and stuff um yeah i think that's like something i want to try work out Oh, exciting thank you so much for joining us today jazz thank it's a, you it's a real honor to have you in the space and congratulations uh, you have joined the wide array of, of incredible talent that have come out of stand up stand out but also celebrating the diversity in our community mm. and and your sound wants on by so thank you for having me it's very cool it's very cool here yeah. oh wonderful in our office there are very seldom things worth its weight in gold and One of those things, one of the greatest advancements in modern society's technological advancements is the invention of the Jabra. Worth only its weight in diamonds and gold, the Jabra is one of the greatest minds, inventions in the history of mankind. Cavemen could only dream of this. It's a headset with a microphone on it and it lets you talk to people on teams. And it is... It, I didn't get issued one when I started here. 
I was very upset about that. I'm in negotiations with HR because I feel like I've been disappointed. Uh, but Evie, on the other hand, was issued her very own special edition of the Jabra headset. And someone stole it. Someone stole my Jabra's and I wasn't happy about it. No. And it set off a chain of events that left not only myself unhappy, but many others. Because although I did not start the culture of stealing, I was forced to steal someone else's because mine were mysteriously stolen. This went on for a few weeks. Um, I wandered around the office loudly thinking, hey guys, Really polite, obviously. Mm. Hey, where's my Jabra's? Anyone see my Jabra's? Real polite. Don't worry about that. Yeah, you definitely weren't standing at your desk going, who who takes Jabra's? <laughs> who takes things off of people's desks? Who? <laughs> I was very casual and chill about it, uh, which then led me to actually, you know, take on a bit of an investigation. And uh, I've got some uh, audio from that investigation that I'd like to play for you now. Tony Stamp, do you know who stole my Jabra's? Your what? My Jabra's, my headphones, someone stole them. Do you know who stole them? The answer is no, I don't know who stole them. Was it you? It was definitely not me. I would never. I would never. Farah, do you know who stole my Jabra's? I don't even know what Jabra's are. My headphones. Sorry, no. But if I see them, I'll give them the beats. Thank you. So as you can hear at this stage of the very formal and deep investigation, which was mostly me just walking around asking people, had they stolen my Jabra's? Uh, there was one person still standing there looking innocent, but I thought, Guy and Espiner might know where my headphones are. Here's the audio. Do you know who stole my Jabra's? Stole my Jabra. My headphones? Someone stole my headphones. Uh, no, I don't know that. You don't know? Can I ask you to turn around? There's not just two pairs of Jabra's here on the desk of Guy and Espiner. Oh, it doesn't there. look good, does it? doesn't look doesn't good. good where, where are those? What are those? Well, they are Jabra. Um, you can have one if you like. That that is not an admission of guilt, though. <laughs> That's not an admission of guilt. Uh, and I didn't. No, I didn't. St- I, I'm, I'm pretty certain I didn't steal them. He's pretty certain. But as a compromise, I invite you to to take possession of these. Thank you. It's very kind. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. But um, yeah. My lawyer has advised me <laughs> that that is not an admission of guilt. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, award-winning journalist Guy and Espiner stole my Jabra's, although he claims that his lawyer says that he didn't. He doesn't. He says he doesn't know where they came from. He had no idea they were there. He had no idea how he got two sets of Jabra's. Now, I'm going to take a page out of Guy's book, and I'm going to investigate him. I'm going to find the footage of him, because I know he Guy did it, because he had them. Can you believe? Of all people. Of all people. <laughs> Who can you trust? <laughs> Award, award-winning journalist. <laughs> like, literally one of the best journalists in the, alive in the mm. country. Had my Jabra's. I do have them back. Mm. I do have been reunited mm. with my Jabra's. Are they my original Jabra's? I don't actually know. But I have them back. Mm. I'd like to thank everyone for participating in the investigation. Uh, it was great to see that cooperation mm. there because it's been a hard time. I'm going to be honest, if like John Campbell stole my headset, I'd probably just let him keep them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would you have know. let Guy and keep them, but I wanted them back. They're mine. You know, at the end of the day. Worth its weight in golden diamonds, baby. Mm. The Jamber headset. News in Wellington. Uh, according to a Department of Conservation Marine Ranger, it is silly seal season. That is a direct quote. 
That is a real quote. Putting that in the calendar. And with a lisp, silly seal season. Silly seal seals. Silly seals sell seashells by the seashore. Oh my god, I actually got that. You nailed I actually that. nailed that. Yeah. That that's why they pay me the big bucks. That's why they keep me around. Silly that's seal why they keep me around. Season. Is this like so this is like a terminology that they actually use? It was just like a real thing that a person interviewed about it said, which I, I yeah, love. So I silly love seal season in Wellington. So basically seals have been popping up all over the show, uh, at the beach around Oriental Bay. A guy found a seal on his porch in Eastbourne, um, which is crack up. And so usually, right, like in Wellington, you will come across the occasional seal, like chilling on the waterfront. Mm. And usually you're like, oh, a seal, yay. Like people come and take some like little Snapchats of the seal, get on with, yeah, very like me and the seal, then get on with their day. But they've been popping up a lot more. And they've been mm. popping up on the train tracks which is not ideal, as you can imagine, because yeah. there's sort of a few different outcomes there and none of them are good. Yeah, they all result in us being late to work. Um, but they've been getting about 12 calls a week from people being like, hey, there's a seal at my house. And they've got to come get the seal. They've got to try and move the seal along, which is not the easiest thing to do. But there was one seal that I'd like to make a shout out to uh, who refused to move to the extent that they just put a cone in front of it. They just popped a cone in front of the seal as to tell people... Seal there. Go around. Don't talk to him. Don't look at him. Go around the seal. Mm. Um, but yeah, they're really struggling to manage all the seals appearing in Wellington. If a seal turns up at your house, can you just like keep it? I mean, I don't know actually. Is there any laws around that? Because I feel like I wouldn't mind a seal pit. Like, like it's like it's. You know, like you find twenty bucks on the ground or something like that, and you like find his keepers. I'd be like that with a seal. I'd be like, find his keepers, dude. This is this is my seal now. He's my friend. Name him Barry. You were going to hang out. After Barry Seal, though. Do you know who Barry... Who's Barry Seal? Oh, he was the drug smuggler for Pablo Escobar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Barry Seal. It's a funny and name then for a seal. I just keep the seal, and me and the seal would just be bros from that point on. Bring him to the clubs. Yeah. I mean, seals, uh, also, you got to watch out, though. They can, they have a big set of teeth and a large jaw, and they have been known to eat each eat other seals. And there was also one occasion where one of the seals attacked a person. Mm. I mean, they don't usually, but I you suppose if you, if you got around the, seals. the cone, maybe the seal would chomp mm. you. This is the, we're probably one of the few countries where it's like, just, like our news is like a lot of just animals that are just wild, just like being a like. It's like you see on the news, it's like pig runs muck on Northwestern Motorway in Auckland, or that elephant seal that like jumped across a road yeah. yeah and then it's like well like it's like cows loose in waikato and like traffic jam because there's a million sheep and they've gotten out onto the road yeah like this doesn't <laughs> yeah. happen in many other countries like it's probably us in australia yeah and probably the rest of the world looks at us and goes what do you mean a kangaroo just like shut down an entire like emergency service department and things like that like it's quite entertaining it is i mean i when i was living overseas People from a lot of other countries would ask me, like, haha, is it true that, like, sheep block the road in New Zealand? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, it's crazy. And, like, cracking up laughing. And I'm like, it just be happening. They just be sheep. People be moving their sheep across the yeah. road. you got to wait. What are you going to do? Plow through the sheep? No. You've got to wait. It's fine. And sheep are cute. You ever plowed through a poo kicker? Nah. <laughs> nah, I haven't, actually. In the workplace, you know, things can get... Lonely? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to open this base. Okay, like we were okay. basically we were having a conversation about this. Is having a work wife or husband 
cheating. And we have different opinions on it. I haven't experienced having a partner who has, like, a work husband and wife. I've had a partner who has had, like, work children. Yeah, work children. Which is, like, a different story. We had a work child, Liam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Liam was our work child. Like, you know. Like, we've <laughs> sent them off into the world. Yeah, we've, we, 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 we did what we could for them, and then they're, they're off exploring, you know. So um, they're going to be really happy to get a reference. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, they're going to love it. <laughs> um, but, like, you, like, work children's like, yeah, blase. Um, work husband, wife, like, I haven't experienced so I can't really say I'm generally not like a super like jealousy type of person I probably just think it was weird more uh, than be offended would I say I'm a jealous person no but work wife work husband vibe is cheating to me because it's like why can't you just have a work friend why you gotta have this weird thing going and mm. I'm thinking if I went to a work event with my boyfriend and some unknown woman came up and was like oh my work husband oh my God, I would lose my mind. I'm trying to think of a way to say it that's appropriate for the show. I'm not allowed to say knock anyone out, obviously. But if I was hypothetically allowed to hypothetically say I would knock her out, hypothetically that's what I would have said. But I can't say that on here, so I wouldn't say that, and I would never do that, obviously. But it's like, why can't you spell my friend from work? Why is it going to be, oh, work wife, work husband? Why are you flirting? Why are you flirting when I'm not there? And one thing about men, if you leave them alone with any woman... They'll find a way to cheat on you. They'll find a way. What, 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 what the f***? That's no. true. Based on my experience. Oh, Harry's coming. I'm coming for some balance. Oh, Harry's coming for some balance. Okay, here's the other All thing, right. though. If you are if you want to cook my boyfriend a meal, another okay. woman cooks I, my boyfriend a meal. Look, passions ran high. So did tempers. Um, some people had great ideas. Some people, not to name names, Harry, uh, had less than good ideas. We got down to the moral of it after, like, 20 minutes. Having a work wife or work husband is 100% like just cheating. It's not okay. You shouldn't do it. Joining us now, uh, giggling in the background, is our friend from upstairs, Lucy. Lucy, do a quick introdu- introduction of yourself for the audience. Hello, everyone. I'm Lucy, and I'm a reporter working in the Auckland newsroom. Awesome. And you're here. Awesome. Awesome. I feel like I always do that when it's someone I know. I'm like, yeah, cool. Anyway, because like, I already know about it. But Lucy's here to help us out a bit to learn some phrases in Mandarin because we had Chinese language week last week. And we, we I give us like a three out of ten on on what we tried to do, right? I'll probably give myself a zero. I'm not yeah. like, I just wasn't. I just... I, mean, I can't even speak my mother tongue. <laughs> yeah, we, were like, we were like, we need an expert. We need somebody who actually knows what they're talking about. And earlier in the year, Lucy put on an awesome um, little, it was like a little morning tea moment. We learned some calligraphy. We ate some snacks. We learned about the Chinese New Year. And I was mm. like, who better to help us understand the Autumn Festival, which is coming up tomorrow, right? Friday. Friday. Friday yeah. Tell what us all about the mid-autumn festival, moon festival, moon cake festival. I've seen a lot of different names floating around. Yeah. Which one is right? <laughs> so mid-autumn festival is definitely the correct one, but sometimes known as the moon festival because it's literally a festival that celebrates the moon and it's time for families to reunite and it's symbolised by the round moon. So in Chinese there's a word called tuanyuan, which literally means to be together and to be round. So that roundness is the symbol of unity 
and you know being together with your family. But I think it's quite poignant, um, quite a poignant time for a lot of people as well, being away from their families. Like for instance, in China, there are so many migrant workers working in the cities, and they don't have the luxury of travelling back home to be with their families. And for me, because of COVID and everything, I haven't seen my mum for like five years and oh. she's just come back to New Zealand. Oh yay! So I'm going to be celebrating with her. Oh that's awesome. Friday. Yeah. Oh yay! Yeah. And then this is time of year where um, we would eat a moon cake, right? Yes. Yeah that's yes. my favourite, that's why I really wanted to get to the moon, I love a moon cake. There are a lot of calories though. I Yeah, I, what is in a moon cake that makes it 500 calories? And, and like, <laughs> that's a 500 no, it's nine hundred. Is it? It's nine. Yeah. So tell us what's in it, and then I'll I'll, I'll reveal my. Blew my, my mind. That's why I didn't come upstairs with them because I was like, I can't. It's like, do I get dinner or do I just have a mooncake? I had a few. Well, not whole ones. Had little bits. Yeah, little so bits. there's definitely lots of different fillings, but mm. I would say that the most typical filling, my favourite, is the lotus seed paste filling with the salted egg yolk. That's the best one. I agree. That's the cl- I'm with you. most classic. And I think it really, it's a real seasonal food as well, um, because lotus seed is harvested around this time of the year in China. Mm. Um, so it's real seasonal what we eat for mid-autumn festival. Um, but then you also get your red bean, sort of red bean paste fillings. And then you also get your nut fillings. And these days there are a lot of like um, innovations. So literally anything goes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah there's some really fun oh, okay. ones you can get with like anything almost. I've seen quite a few actually around like the CBD. And I saw like a matcha one. And I was mm. like, oh, a matcha mooncake. I mean, <laughs> don't mind if I do, mm. you know. Yeah. But they're so high in calories because they're really dense. They're quite yeah, like I, it. The, I saw a photo of it like cut in half and I was like, yeah, there's not a nook or cranny left. Yeah. And egg yolks, egg yolks are where the calories are in an egg. So mm. it makes sense. Yeah. A little salted egg yolk in there. Oh, oh, and I have to tell you about this one. Oh. Um, so where I come from, I'm from the city of Shanghai in oh, China. Cool. Yeah. Mm. And we have this... Mooncake, which has a meat filling. Ooh! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. You've yeah. got my attention there. Tell yeah. me about that. So it's salty and it's got pork meat filling inside the pastry, and we call it xian rou yue bing, fresh meat mooncake. I really so want to try that. I really, really, really want to try <laughs> that. That sounds about right. Like I was actually just on meat filled buns um, in Samoa. Like a, a lot of our cuisine is inspired by Chinese immigration. Like pork buns we call them oh, kike yeah. how do you say pork bun in mandarin <laughs> walk me through that real slow <laughs> perfect so easy easier version we're it's, learning. Yeah, we're learning. It, it's always been interesting for me because we had, like, there's a lot of Chinese influence in, in, in a lot of Samoan cuisine. Mm. Um, a lot of our food has been, I mean, our ancestors just ate veg and, and, and seafood. So it was quite interesting seeing a lot of things like chop suey and stuff like that that yeah. we just consider to be Samoan food that is obviously influenced by Chinese immigration. My great-grandmother was Chinese. Wow. Yeah, and we know nothing about her ancestry, like, like which is a real shame. It would be really interesting to, to learn those things. But I think it's really cool seeing these celebrations of the lunar calendar here in Aotearoa. So this is not a celebration of a new year. This is a celebration of families coming together. What's the significance of the date? 
So the date I also get really confused by because it goes by the lunar calendar. Mm. Um, it usually falls in September and it's around the time of the autumn harvest. Okay. And this one I want to clarify is that people um, sometimes get it mixed up with Lantern Festival. Yeah, not which the is, same. Yeah, not the same. Because the Lantern Festival is around the end of the Chinese New Year celebrations, mm. which is like a two-week celebration. So that's generally at the beginning of this year. So mm. this one is definitely a very autumn festival. Oh, okay. But as I was saying earlier, like it's, it's, like I feel like our modern life is so removed from the lunar calendar. You know, yeah. like, so for the younger generations, especially me, like, mm. I don't really know the dates. And um, in the Chinese lunar calendar, there's 24 different seasons. And technically for each season, there is something special about it. But, mm. yeah, I, th- I think it would be interesting to learn. Yeah. Um, but like the um, the Maramataka, mm. the lunar calendar yeah. here, um, you know, I feel like, you know, it'd be really interesting to learn to learn and there's so much wisdom in it um, but I feel like these days we're just like so removed from the rhythms of nature and um, the rhythm, the rhythms of planting and agriculture yeah. and we just sort of feel kind of distance from it. So we're going to learn a phrase now and I want to apologise in advance to anyone who hears me butcher it on the way there but we're going to get there and we're going to get it right so this is how to say Happy Mid-Autumn Festival please help me. Okay so it's Let's do it slowly, let's break it yeah. down. Chung Perfect. Oh my god, wait, oh my god, well that done. was actually not bad. That was well actually done, not bad. well done. Okay. Good job, Evie. So Yay! Okay. Well done. <laughs> nice. I can. I th- I'm going to try and say it in one go. Chung kui kui kui. Chiu chiu chiu. Chung chiu jie kuai le. Yay! Yay! Very tonal. Yeah. Like very tonal. Yeah. like I know in a lot of like like in Bosnian languages, tone indicates whether or not a word is a question or things like that. Is it the same? In- yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's not like a word to say question. It's like a, it's all tonal and delivery. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in Mandarin, there's four tones mm. and tones can, yeah, can indicate a question. Um, and they also, tones help to differentiate between different, the meaning of different words. Because mm. there are so many words that sound similar. Mm. Yeah. But Cantonese is more complicated. Oh, Cantonese really? has like, I think I'm not a Cantonese speaker, mm. but I know that it has six to nine tones. Six to nine tones. So a lot of tones. <laughs> a lot of tones. Yeah, yeah. It oh. sounds. I honestly, I think languages like tonal languages sound so beautiful, though. Mm. Like yeah. it's so beautiful all the time. Mm. Like I don't. I mean, though. Okay, so <laughs> I really love that show, the Chinese show called "If You Are the One" or "Are You the One," where the guy comes in and like pitches that he wants a date and there's the 20 women and and they're like play the little video of the guy and he comes out and he's like I love cars and then the girls are like no and it's like this big game show have you seen that no oh my god it's so funny it's actually it's amazing I genuinely genuinely recommend it but even the some of the dudes it's like any audition show some of the dudes they bring on is a bit of a joke and it's like oh god this poor man like you know but even him begging a woman for a date sounds beautiful (laughs) sounds really lovely and I'm like oh she should say yes even though he's like the worst sometimes but it just sounds really nice and it always wins me over there's just got so many layers to it Mm. and it's quite 
it's quite nuanced as well. Yeah. It's, yeah it's have you guys seen the um, Chinese Language Week videos that RNZ? Yes, I saw the one yeah, of um, Finn being like, I need to go to the bathroom. Like, it's yeah. really important. I need yeah. to go. And yeah. he sounded great, by the way. <laughs> He sounds awesome. Yeah, he sounds he's awesome. really good at it. Because I think he's lived in Singapore. Yeah, he so. lived in Singapore. So, yeah. That's what I was saying when we did the calligraphy thing earlier in the year and um, you were picking whose one was the best yeah. and you picked Finn's <laughs> one. I was like, he lived in Singapore. Like, he knows how to do it. He, he knows this. It felt, it felt, it yeah. felt unfair, but it's okay. And there was also one in Cantonese, which was amazing. Yes, that one as well. It was um, really good. Yeah, um, Gora from uh, RNZ Asia, he, he did an amazing job. They smashed saying it. Saying those Cantonese words, yeah. They it wasn't it. easy. They smashed it. Yeah, We tried it. a bit, but as I said, we were like, we need to get an expert in here to help us because <laughs> we're not. it's not coming as easily to us as some of the other language weeks, honestly. And we're very grateful that you joined us this morning. We do really appreciate it. And I, it's interesting to learn about it because it, especially with having such a large Chinese community in Aotearoa, it's like, it's yeah, important definitely. that we recognise it and make an effort to understand it, so... It's yeah. the, uh, like probably one of the only language weeks that has two dialects. So yeah, so Mandarin and Cantonese being the most widely spoken yeah. dialects, and then also you got your smaller dialects, like for instance my language, um, Shanghai dialect, and then you also got, you know, Teochew, uh, which is from a specific part of Canton. There's so much diversity in languages, and mm. I think you know, in more recent years, we've really seen that diversity being celebrated in Chinese Language Week, which is just fantastic. Mm. Yeah. It's great. Thank you for being so gracious with sharing your knowledge and culture with us. <laughs> Thank you. It's been great. Thanks and, for coming in. Not judging our poor pronunciation <laughs> of yeah. words. We, I appreciate oh, we got that. There. We got there. Not we got there. You did so well. Yay! Yay. To get a license to drive a car in this beautiful country, you have to pass some tests. And we both have our licenses, so we're, we're, we're both test passers. We're both very smart, and we did very well. Um, but for those who may or may not have failed their restricted a few times, uh, something that I, I wouldn't know about, because I definitely got it on the first time. Mm. Anyone who tells you it was the third time is uh, spreading misinformation. Um, but if you fail, you have to pay again. Yeah, and it was like a hundred bucks. Or it's over a hundred dollars. It? Yeah. Um, How much exactly? One hundred and thirty-four dollars. One hundred and oh, and eighty cents. One hundred and thirty-four dollars and eighty cents. If you fail, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's like it's a lot of money. Um, but from October first, they're scrapping it. You can reset it for free. Nice. Uh, this goes out to all my friends in Wellington who still can't drive, which is very Wellington. No judgment. But, like, we are hitting our late 20s now, guys. Like, we we, we got to do it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. If you live in Auckland, it was kind of, like, weird to not get a driver's license as soon as you could. It was like, like, I got my license late. I got it at, like, 18. And everyone was like, what a bum. He's catching the bus. Yeah. That was, was, like, a weird thing. But because in Auckland, like, also, too, when I turned 18, like, public transport wasn't what it is today. Mm. Um Got to get around, which isn't saying much, but you know yeah. what it is. <laughs> Man's <laughs> like, got to get from A. He's got to get to B. Yeah, like, you know, you so having a driver's license was important. But you know what? I always say um, to you know young Tangata uh, Moana and Tangata Fenua when it comes to your driver's license, it's like, gee, if you fail, like, man, you let the ancestors down. <laughs> like, you know, our ancestors navigated the ocean, <laughs> and then mighty walkers using the stars, and you're like, oh, I forgot to look left. <laughs> you know, oh, like, I didn't look and check my blind spot. Like, come on, bro. Get a grip. Get it together, G. Like, you can do better than that. I was one of the first to get my driver's license out of my friends, and I was, like, 22. 
and I only got my yeah, license because so I was moving to Auckland. Like in Wellington, you just so you just don't need it. Like even out in the hut, like I could still get to town quite easily. Like mm. on the train, get a little bus. Like it took a while, and I used to commute in the times where the trains didn't work, just painful. They work now. Shout outs. Um, but yeah, I only got a license because I was moving up to Auckland. Otherwise, I probably still wouldn't have one, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah, I drove around Wellington one time, and um, yeah, I wouldn't be like super keen to sign up to do that again. Yeah, a lot of one ways. Yeah. yeah well, I'm, I like I know it at the back of my hand. I'm swerving uh. around. But every time I go down there, because none of my friends can drive still, they're like, can you please take me to get my trade me purchase that I timed out perfectly for your visit? I'm like, yeah. Where is it? They're like, Porirua. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Driving out right. to Porirua. <laughs> All good. <laughs> But yeah, getting like people in Auckland who don't drive, I'm always like, "Whoa, yeah, how are you getting around?" Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Gas tank runs on friendship. Yeah, true that. Know. Yeah, true that. But yep, again, uh, driver's license resetting fees will be scrapped from October first. This is your chance. If you feel like you kind of suck, just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. Do it a bunch of times. I know someone who's not me. They're a very good friend of mine, but they're not me. Uh, who had to do it three times because they couldn't parallel park. Not but they, Evie. But they kept trying and then they parallel parked one time super well on the test and have never been able to do it again definitely not easy it's not me though i'm a great driver usually when i hear the words six week challenge on it i think weight loss but look at who i met it on you what weight is there to lose right mm. so when she said six week challenge she was actually talking out a, a different type of working out working out the brain working out the hinning at all yeah so yeah i'm doing a six-week challenge for my Te Reo Māori course. We have to learn 150 new kupu Māori, so new words. Um, our little, like, f- slogan is ono, no, wero, which means challenge, wero ono wiki, so six-week challenge, and then we just add peipi on the end. <laughs> but, like, peipi doesn't mean baby in Te Reo Māori. It's just a little transliteration so yeah, that we can yeah. get that. Get that sound, yeah. yeah. So we're on a wiki peepee. Yes. Yeah. How do you say baby? Just peepee. Peepee. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We could yeah, say yeah. peepee. Yeah, we could, I don't yeah. know why we didn't go with that. <laughs> <laughs> peepee. Um, but it uh, interesting enough too. Something that I thought was really interesting was it didn't start according to the Gregorian calendar. Yeah. So the challenge is. Um, we're doing it for Mahuru Māori, which is the Māori language month. And, um, yeah, it didn't start at the beginning of this month, September. It started at the beginning of the, like, Maramataka month, so, like, the lunar calendar, which mm. I believe started on, like, the 5th, 15th of September, finishes on the 14th of October. Mm. But, yeah, that, that... And I'm pretty sure with the Maramataka, with the lunar calendar, the dates change, like, every year. That's why Matariki... It's kind of like different Moves dates around, every year yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. more in line with like the tile, or the environment. I mean, like you hear people saying, oh, like summer's starting a bit later this year or like, mm. you know how we talk about like seasons aren't starting the same time. That's because like, well, I think like the Gregorian calendar isn't necessarily aligned with like the environment, like the, you know? Yeah. It's like, especially not in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. Well, yeah, because apparently that it was created by someone who was based in the Northern Hemisphere. Mm. So, like, they weren't looking at our sky and, like, our environment on this end, you know? So, like, yeah. yeah. So that's what the six-week challenge is aligned with, with the lunar calendar. I'm trying to get my head around it a bit more, like, learn more about the Maramataka because I know, like, 
there's some organizations who will like use the the lunar calendar to like they just base their entire like business around it so like there's like a moon phase where um like energy is low so Mm -hmm. or communications off so they like won't have any meetings that day at work because they're like we're all just gonna like scrap Mm. because our comms is not on today so Mm. yeah i'm trying to like find some resources to help me i know there's a really good lady on facebook if you literally just search Matamataka and she'll put up like the the phase of the moon and the name of it and a little idea of like what energy levels will be like that Mm. day no it's it's like i remember when i was bouncing there was like a real phenomenon around um the moon and like full moons and how people behave so differently. Oh, yeah. And, like, I used to think it was just kind of like, all right, here we go. But, like, people genuinely, like, full moon, people are not the same. Um, like, I'm crazy when there's full moon. Yeah. My dreams are also real weird when I have when it's full moon season. Do you, like, wake up and, like, a, and, and, and you're, like, got, like, claws kind of furry and you're like, where was I last <laughs> night? Oh, no. Has that even no, happened? No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Okay, all right. Wait, wait. <laughs> Nah, nah. But I've woken up in some weird places, man. I woke up in a field one time. Was it a full moon? It was, um, the house was up the hill, and I don't know, I must have rolled down the hill Mm. into the field. Was it a full moon? I don't even know. I don't want to blame the full moon on that. I reckon I just blame myself, to be totally honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, no, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing the, like, do you note the 150 words down in, like, a diary or something like that? So we're supposed to learn five a day, yeah. And then Mm. I just, like, read them, then try to remember them. I honestly don't know today's words yet, but I'm pretty up to date at the moment. I've learnt, um, here's a kapu for you. Dimple. Mm. Ngongo. Ngongo. Yeah, ngongo. Oh, that's a bit, yeah, the ng sound is hard to get out, but mm. I, we're just learning, like, really random words like that. Like, never in my life have I used the word dimple in te reo Māori because I've mm. never talked about it, but now, now I can. Now you can. <laughs> just add it to that, that arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's me. Exciting. Well, we're going to get into the end of the show as we start to wrap things up. Cool. Oh. <laughs> no, I was just, like, okay. thinking for time. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much the show for today. Um, big shout out to Stand Up Stand Out winner Jessica for joining us. Uh, shout out to Lucy from RNZ Asia for joining us. Slay. Um, don't forget to vote. Oh, don't forget to vote, girlies. Dude. You can do it if you're overseas. Actually, it's already open. So if you're if, Is overseas voting, already? yeah, it's already yeah. open. It opens a little bit earlier because when you vote overseas, so I voted overseas. Mm. You have to go to the embassy. And oh, be like, hello, and like, I'm here to vote. And then they lock you in a little room and you vote in there. Mm. When I voted in Korea, um, they forgot about me in the little room. And oh, I was locked in the little room for like 20 minutes. And my mum had come to visit, which was really nice. And she was just standing outside the room laughing at me. She didn't even help. Oh. She was just like, haha. And I was like, yeah, it was a weird day. My first but time voting. But you should still vote if you live overseas. Don't yeah. worry about Evie's experience. Um, advanced voting also opens <laughs> on Monday. So if you plan on skipping the queues on election day, you can kick that off from Monday. Make sure you do so. If you haven't enrolled to vote, you can online head to vote.nz. I Just think type in vote on yeah, Google. It's literally up. the first thing that comes up. It actually couldn't be easier. Yeah. It's, you could Super simple. Do it all online. Get amongst it. Um, and also... Uh, Your voice matters. Yeah. It really does. And so does, apparently, your skin tone. Oh, yeah. I got a spray tan for the first time. Nice. And I think uh, I've reached a whole new level of slay, I fear. When you said you were getting one, I 
just assumed you were going to be orange. I don't know why. I assumed I was going to be orange. I was terrified. Mm. I was mm. like, what if I look crazy? I look so good. I actually <laughs> look so good. So good. I've been too emo up until now to go ever get a spray tan. Like, I just mm. always was, I'm very pale naturally. And so I was like, oh, and then I, I love it. Mm. I love it. I look like I went outside and got a tan, which is impossible for me. How long do they last? It depends, right? Not very long with spray tan. Like, oh, yeah. up to two weeks. Mm. Sometimes even less than that. Getting a spray tan that last two weeks sounds a lot better than getting uh, into a sun booth and getting melanoma. It's really bad for you, man. Yeah, really they last bad. longer and the tan looks more natural, but like, you know what else? You're shaving natural? years off. Yeah, the cancer. Yeah, you're <laughs> shaving them off. <laughs> yeah. But hey, um, don't forget, vote, slip, slip, vote, slap. Vote. Um, oh, slip, slap, slap, and rap. Yeah. Or as I say, slip, slap, slap, and rap, because I can't say it. <laughs> Honestly, when I was a kid, quick story before we wrap, wrap up, when I was a kid, they were like, someone needs to get up on the stage at primary school and, and do the little slip, slop, slap and rap song. They chose me, the yeah. girl with the lisp who was sunburned. And I go up there, I'm like, don't forget to slip, slop, slap and rap. Everyone laughed at me. Oh. <laughs> anyway. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning on in. Um, it's all fast we fought. And until we see you next time, we see. See you next Tuesday. Ciao,